When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Rangers Rebel Podcast. It is Monday night, so that can only mean one thing. It is the phone-in. Uh, so we look for you guys in the comments, not to just chat in there, but to pick up the phone, make your point, and we will discuss it the best we can. Uh, I'm joined by the Dream Team. It is Mark, Kerr, and James. How are we doing, boys? All right? All good, mate. All good in the hood. How's yourself? Oh, goodbye. Listen, great to be back in the hot seat. Um, it's, uh, it's been a long time coming uh, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But before we go any further, I must say the show is brought to you tonight by Let Me Repair UK. Uh, use them for all your mobile, tablet, laptop repairs. Uh, stick in the search bar and marvel at the repair quality on offer. They are tech-tastic. So now that that's out of the way, we can roll on with tonight's show. Um, number is 0141. Uh, anybody help me with the rest of it? Is it 628... There we go, 7237. Pick up the phone, have your say. We love to get you involved. This is what this show's all about. We want to hear from you guys. It saves us um, making up the, the topics. You bring them on and we'll discuss anything you like, Rangers-related or otherwise. Um, I suppose that the, the place to start is probably um, the, you know, the title of the show, Dujon Sterling, amongst a couple others, uh, approaching the finish line, if, if, if reports are to believe uh, today on social media. Uh, he could be joined by Jack Butland uh, and Cifuentes as early as being announced next week. Ken, I'll come to you because you seem to, you know, have your eye on the ball when it comes to player recruitment. What do you know about these three? And then let's start with Sterling in particular. Left side, he's centre-back. Can play full-back as well. Athletic, physical, fast. Maybe distribution not the best, but he's only still a young kid and... Good saying if they can get him by all accounts, it is done. I think I'll just wait until the season's kind of finished and his contract's kind of deep. Chelsea's obviously just a new manager, haven't they, today? So they've got other business going on. So I think they're just waiting, but probably the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. So it looks like it's done. And Mark, the, the, the goalkeeping issues rumbled on throughout the whole season. You know, started last summer, obviously, after the Scottish Cup final, and it seems like they've never shut, shut up about goalkeepers uh, for the duration. So, so Jack Butland, is, is that one that excites you? Is that one that you'd be delighted to see get, get done? Yeah, I think he's I think he's a good goalie. I think he's got decent pedigree. I think he's not played a lot of football in the last um, wee bit. So, I, I was actually going to mention that. I thought that was brilliant. Uh, didn't cut the mustard. Oh, the Willie cut the mustard, brilliant. Aye. Um, yeah, no, I, I think um, pedigree-wise, attribute-wise, um, very good goalkeeper. You don't get capped for England if you're not a very good goalkeeper. Only concern is that he's not played a lot of football in the last wee while, but still a good age as well. So, I mean, if you look at um, you look at McGregor, we've got another, what, 10, 10 year of him, at least. <laughs> It's all good, yeah. There was a wee, uh, wee tip bit, I think, last week. Of, um, I think it was a, a Rangers family bit of Man United game, and he sort of asked him, could we see it at Glasgow Rangers next season? It was quite hard audio, audio to, to, to digest, but it was maybe a we'll see kind of, kind of response. So um, it's certainly no ruled out. And, and I think, you know, playing against, oh, sorry, playing with David De Gea can only make you better, you'd imagine, an international goalkeeper, and he's been at the highest level for a long, long time. So, James, you get the, the, the short storm, I'm afraid, mate, because um, look, I'm coming to you for, for, for Cifuentes. I'm, I'm struggling to say that, but you probably know as much as I know about him. We could write it in the back of a fag packet, couldn't we? Um, what, what do you think of this guy? What do you know about him? What have you read about him? Do you think he's going he's gonna to come in and, and lift us? I don't know much about him, mate. I'm just obviously for what they're obviously saying in the the press about the boy that he's he's young, hungry, um, attacking midfielder, something that I think that we've been crying out, man. I think since Lawrence went to the team, 
Um, even the same kind of mould as a Scotty Arfield arriving late in the box and stuff like that. So he, he's one that, that, that I don't know much about, but reading about him, mate, it is certainly um, exciting times. I think what you say is right in terms of we need a freshness, don't we? And it's great to just to be talking about new names. And I know we've all said our goodbyes to the guys that maybe have played a big part over the last four or five years, certainly. Um, just just touching on the weekend at St Mirren, um, Scott. Oh, so a routine win, nonetheless. But you know, was it was it a relief just to say sort of goodbye to the season? What were your sort of overall thoughts watching the game? I didn't see it uh, live. I was at <laughs> my son's birthday, but I've watched it back, and it was just an end of season game. I mean, I thought we played okay, but lots of my poor to be honest with you. It was good to see Fashion get a couple of goals, but we know what Fashion's like. He can, he can score, he can miss. He's just one of these guys we can't really tell what he's going to do, and I had this Fashion. But it's good to see him get a couple of goals. thought we played okay, but it's good to get the season over with. I know that's no great sounding, but I think we're all looking forward to next season because I think this season after we get put out of the cups and we knew the league was over, it wasn't a case of that's it over with, but we started putting our heads into what's coming in the summer window and what's going to happen next season. Do you know what I mean? I think Michael Beale's been doing that since he's come in the door, to be honest with you. So hopefully the players come in. Not all of them will hit the ground running, to be honest with you, but hopefully, hopefully most of them do and we can get Next season started by bang. No, absolutely. I think we're all in agreement there. Mark, um, oh, just before we come on to your point, we've got a caller, first call tonight. Dave um, doesn't say where he's from, but he's a Rangers man and he's waiting in the line. Dave, how are we doing Colby, tonight? Right, what's your point? Colby, Colby, Colby. You're from Colby. You're from Corby. Oh, fantastic. How are we doing? All right, I've been, I was up there, I'm up the road three times to watch the Rangers, but um, I want to put across to the panel, we must win that league next year, no doubt, because we need to show up next year and win that league. It's an important thing. No, absolutely, Mark. Would you, what, would you, what would you say to, to Dave there in terms Dave, of how important is it winning the league next season? I think it's massive. I think that... Um... I've kind of went on record as well as saying that that I know probably people are going to Dave's Dave's probably want to lynch me, but it might not happen. We're going to we're talking about bringing in a lot of players, um, and do you know what? In an ideal world, they'll all hit the ground running and we'll be flying right for the off. But generally, that doesn't happen. I know that um, people think that because we bring in lots and lots of players, that all of a sudden they're all going to jail and stuff. That's no how it works, unfortunately. Um, and I think that probably one one transfer window is not going to be enough. I think you're probably going to Bill's going to need maybe two or three. I think every season is important. Silverware is definitely important um, for me. It's it's vital that we win something. Um, I would love us to win the league. I'm trying to be. Like hold the reins back a wee bit and no kind of go full pelt into this because uh, it's uh, it's bit me nervous a couple of times re- in recent uh, seasons. So um, hopefully that's going to be the case. It is very important. Silverware is an absolute must. Um, I would love us to win the league, but I'm not 100%. I mean, let me get into pre-season some friendlies and maybe a couple of games under our belt to see how this team's going to shape up, how it's going to look what kind of formation we're going to be in and uh, kind of have a, have a wee look at the players that are coming in. But here's hope. It is a massively important season ahead, yes. Dave, Mark is there on, you know, recruitment. Any players you'd like to see coming in? Obviously, we touched on a few at the start of the show. I don't know if you were listening, but who, who who's caught your eye in terms of the recruitment? I have been listening. Uh, I have been listening. I would like a few more players because I think we need them because next season is a must, you know. And um, I agree with Mark, it might take three years before we even win the league. That's a, that's a damning statement. You just say we must win the league next season. Now you say three years. Care, can we really wait three years? Is that is that acceptable? No, not acceptable at all. If we don't win the league next season, Michael Beale could be out of a job. And that's sadly the, the fact that Rangers, if any setting is not good enough, and I've said this before, I've said it to James, and James agreed with me, Europe to me is going to be a obstacle next season. Europe to me, I don't give a flying 
about Europe. I want to leave back nothing else. I know Europe gets his money, yeah, not gets a bit of prestige and stuff like yeah. that. But I want the league back because we've, we've only won one league and how how many years? So we need to get the league back. It's a bread and butter, and we need to make a challenge and a certain challenge. We can't come next year. We come in January, February. This league's away again. Do you know what I mean? So we need to make a certain challenge next year, and that should be the main focus. Emily could be the board and having as a league, nothing else. Dave, thanks for your call, Scott, mate. can I ask you a question? On you go, Dave. Um, you know what I mean? I'm fed up with these muppets. I, I, I want the league next year. I can't wait any longer, you know? We yep. need that league, you know? And also, Scott, you, you, if you agree with me, that um, we, must, we must do it, because they're only two behind us now. We need to win that league. I mean, it's going to be tough, as we all know. I mean, we can't sit here and say Celtic are, are a poor team because they won the league again. I'm not saying there's a big gap, but there's a gap which, which, there's a gap which we have to close. Obviously, they'll strengthen. We have to strengthen. But we're just going to, it's next season. I mean, you seem to be like this season, basically, between the games between ourselves. I mean, I know we've finished seven points and you can maybe discount the last few games because the league was over. But the seven points was the two defeats and the draw against them, if you look at it that way, do you know what I mean? So next season's going to come down to when we play them because we're beating everybody else. Michael Bill seem to have got that right, beating everybody else. But it's just playing them. We need to beat them on a consistent basis. But we need to be the, beat them when it counts. I know we beat in the last game, but it didn't count for anything. So to me, that's it's good to get that monkey off Bill's back, but it doesn't count anything. It has to be like a semi-final, cup, a cup final, but especially in the league. We have to beat them when it counts. Brilliant. Uh, Dave, we've got calls queuing. Delighted to call. Uh, delighted for your call tonight. Give us a call back some other time. All right, cheers. That was Dave, Dave and Corby. Um, I made some made some good points in terms of, you know, we must win the league title next year. I, I think it's a, it's a given that we've, you know, as you, you say, Kerr, Europe takes a back burner and your other two competitions do as well. You've got to go and get that, that league flag. Um, I've got another call coming in, uh, Martin. Not, not yet, not yet, I'm be told not yet. Um, so, I was just talking about the weekend's game. James, I'm going to come to you on this. Um, Scott mentioned fashions of Cala. Um, and I know, I don't want to hear, you know, non-pressure games. I just want to, you know, I, I think he's coming to his own. Maybe the last five, six games, um, and maybe take a bit of confidence. What's your thoughts on his display and how, part, how big a part can he play next season? He's one of the players, mate, that frustrates your life. You may have put him in the same kind of bracket, mate, as Hadji. He'll do something absolutely brilliant and then the next he'll fall at his own feet. I just think he's he, he's one of the players for me, mate. That but his stats this season have been unreal. You can't take it away for the boy. He's absolutely he's been between him and Tav, mate. If, if it wasn't for their uh, goals this season, where would we have been? Do you know what I mean? But uh, fashion does what fashion does. Do you know what I mean, mate? He skins two guys and then puts it, puts it right onto the defender and we let the defender knock it across the line. Do you know what I mean? So, I think he can be a big... Sorry, James, you mentioned his numbers there, 12 goals, 7 assists, and I, I kind of feel like his last few goals, the finishing's got better. I just think that the one that he obviously hits off the, uh, the certain players' backside and it rolls into the net, do you know what I mean? That's what we're saying. He skins two guys and then the only place that he can put it is obviously there, but don't get me wrong, it was a, it was a good goal, mate. He took it well, cracking Boffy, uh, Ridvan. Um, but he, uh, next season, I do think he will be an important squad player for us. Um, either whether it's starting in the uh, starting or obviously uh, coming off the bench, mate, to use that pace it has because his pace frightens teams. And you've seen it against Celtic, mate. They didn't know what to do with the guy, with him running at them. So next season, I think a good pre-season for him as well. And then hit the ground running. Mark, I'll come to you in that, just in terms of, you know, Fashes of Cal and, and you know, given the fear into Celtic, is it is it a, is it a worry that well, was it not being linked with strikers? Is that does that tell you that maybe he is going to play a bigger part than some 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 would think next season? No, I don't think. I think he'll be. I think he'll be a squad player. I think he'll be an impact player, as the saying goes nowadays. Um, I think that yeah, he's 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 uh, spots and fits. He, he, he plays. He's just far too inconsistent. And I think this is a, a major, major problem with a boy. Um, I think there's a player in there. I think that if he could if he could put all his good stuff together uh, continuously over a season, I think it'd be 
he'd be an absolutely brilliant uh, player, but he's got this tendency. To, I don't know whether it's like a concentration or, but it can, I, I said it uh, the other night. He's he's the best worst player we've got. It's it's it's, it's mad. As I said, he, he can do pieces of brilliance. Even you were saying about his 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 um, finishing's improved. I've seen him score some great goals, great finishes, and then ten minutes later. He tries to shoot and hits, it goes out for a throw-in. So, I don't know. I, I, for me, I think that we have been linked with a few uh, strikers. Um, I said it last night in the, the Patreon pod that I think that we're probably where we're at. I don't think we're going to be buying finished articles. I don't think we can afford finished articles. I think the, a half-decent finished article costs you six million upwards. I think what we're going to be doing is buying somebody that's got a decent goal-scoring record, a la uh, Morelos. So somebody young that's got a decent goal scoring record that's got bags of potential and hopefully we can um we can bring them on. He can uh, come to Rangers and hit the ground running. I think we'll probably be looking to maybe bring two of those types of players in. Um the other kind of the kind of other echelons of what we're looking at is probably your boy Jerry Yates. I think he's probably going to be five million, six million. So good goal scoring record in the championship and a bad team. Um Maja is another one that's that's um, good, decent goal scoring record, decent pedigree, young potential, and is is hopefully going to be a free if that's going to be the case as well. So for me, I think that um, us bringing in somebody that's going to hit the ground running is is a must. But I think it's trying to find a balancing act between youth and experience, and and obviously that kind of um, bringing somebody in that's probably not the finished article, so somebody that's got bags of potential with a decent goal scoring record. Uh, Ken, I don't know if you saw that. Uh, uh, so just before we go any further, we've got another caller, Charles. Charles on the line, doesn't say again where he's from, but Charles, delighted to have you on. What's your point tonight? Hey, hi, the, the panel. I'm from Glasgow, but Sakala is about Sakala. Okay, yeah. he scores a lot of goals. And a lot of people are saying he's just going the big moments, and that's the worry I've got with him. And he's just not my cup of tea, to be honest. I don't think he's a Rangers player. The boy Montondo, I want to say about him as well, he can't sell in Glasgow, which is in Ward, he can't sell in Glasgow, so I think we're better moving him on as well. Listen, I think fashion's taking a bit of a bad rap. Listen, he's, I'm not saying he's a first team because I don't think he's anywhere near the first team, but he has, people say he's, he's inconsistent. He's not inconsistent. He's just consistent at what he does. He's got a good side and a bad side, but he's consistent at what he does because he can add to the team at times. He's probably better coming on as a sub for me and coming on in certain games. I mean, you've seen him at Ibrox against Celtic, he was really good and he kind of changed the game for a part of it. Part of it. But I don't think as a starter, I think we will bring in a starting striker, but I think it will be later in the window. I think because it will be somebody might be spending the money on. Then now we're just going to go with the guys who's out of contract that we can bring in. But I think later down the window, we will bring a striker in. We'll cost money. So it just depends who we're bidding against. As for Matondo, we don't see enough for Matondo. I don't think he's a starting player either. I think for what I've seen before, he was. I didn't think he was that good, to be honest with you. I know he cost a lot of money in Schalke bottom. And then I think he had anything. He's got pace. But he didn't really have an end product at times. So, listen, it's, it's easy enough to say get other guys, but you can only get other guys if people want to buy them off you or people want to take their wages. If nobody's willing to do that, then we're stuck with them as well. So, I think Michael go and get the players he needs for the positions he wants most importantly. And whatever, whoever's left, he's going to have to use the pieces like a jigsaw and building about his kind of spine. And I think that's what he'll do. But I think a striker will come later. And I think we'll bring in somebody who will score his goals. Charles, just just obviously we've been talking about transfers tonight. I mean, is there anyone out there that kind of caught your eye that you'd like to see Michael Beale chase in the summer? Well, they're all talking about this boy. Is it Honduran? They're all talking about that Honduran boy. It's supposed to be something special. I'd like to maybe see him come in. Because we've no had a attack midfielder, it's a keeper and gets around about the six-year boats and sticks in the back of the head. I've not done that, really. Maybe Arfield, to a degree, but nothing else. Mark, you're up to speed on this Honduran boy, aren't you? Yeah, the boy's called Palmer. He's um, 
By all accounts, he's very much a left-sided... I think he can play in both wings, but he's very much a left-sided, kind of similar to Ryan Kent, but he's, he's maybe a Ryan Kent that can score goals. Um, I've heard reports after reports of him being man of the match in Greece and scoring from corners and direct to corners and free kicks. and So I think that he's... I'm hoping he's going to be an upgrade in Kent. If you can get a Ryan Kent that scores goals, we're in a right good place. Um, so... That's kind of what I've, what I've heard. He's, he's in that kind of a mould. He looks like a really good player. I don't think he's going to come cheap, but uh, I think that we need some quality in the final third. I think probably that's what we've been lacking this whole season. So for me, it looks like a really, really good uh, a good acquisition if we can get him. Still no um, cut and dry, I don't think, with this one. But as I said, for me, he's probably the one so far that we've been linked with that kind of excites me. Charles, thanks for your call tonight. Call again, won't you? Uh, it was nice having you on. Um, Cheers. No worries. Um, guys, just CRS obviously just put a, a comment in there about the, the boy Palmer. Previous put a po- point in, the, someone that broke earlier on from a source on Twitter. Now, not the most reliable source on Twitter, uh, I must say. However, um, Sam Lammers, I believe, and Cyril Dessers, uh, two players linked from Serie A, have done a bit of sort of looking at their stats. Um, neither of which have been massively prolific, but as a as a striking option, James. Again, I'm giving you the shot straw, mate, all night. Sorry, pal. Um, do you know much about these chaps? Is there, is there anything there that's sort of caught your eye? Just with um, I was looking up earlier on the day about them. Um, got I think one of them's out in loan at. Uh, sorry, he's at Atlanta. He's been out in loan at Sampdoria, I believe. Um, again, mate, don't really know too much about him. Um, I'm sure, obviously, someday in the, uh, the chat and stuff, that'll probably come in with his stats and uh, the likes. And the other boy, um, I know he's a Belgium, Belgium born, but he's a Nigerian internationalist. Um, three caps and he scored one goal or something for his international country. So, again, mate, don't know much about him either. So, um, but I'm just hoping, mate, that it's Bill's going to pick a, a diamond out of somewhere, mate, and come in and he's going to get that 20, 25 goals um, a season uh, goal scorer that we've been crying out for now for years. The, the two of them, what I did notice is they're both over six foot. Um, does that maybe say that Michael Beale is looking for somebody to maybe hold it up and bring the players in around him, uh, you know, and, and, and he play? Yeah. I think that's what he likes, so, but I think he likes a guy who can maybe run the channels, hold the ball up, bring others into play and get you goals as well, but as you know, getting somebody that good is going to cost a lot of money these days. Even somebody, even 10, 20 million, you're going to get you a half decent striker depending on your shop. So I think it's going to have to be clever. And sometimes looking at stats for guys doesn't help because sometimes stats don't tell you the full story. You have to actually see the guy play. But listen, I think we'll get it right. I think we'll bring somebody in who'll add the wee piece to your team we're looking for. We might have to give the striker time, but I think we'll bring somebody in. It could also be going to be a different night playing Kimara stays fit, but. What chance is that? Probably not a lot of chance for that. Listen, somebody just mentioned Jonathan Panzo there. I was kicking about as well. For, but he's another centre-back, either left, most of the left side, but he can play right-side. So, we're looking at centre-backs because Austin Trusty has been mentioned as well. So, who are you like? I have to say Austin Trusty. So, I don't know what he's going to do. Maybe he's going to, maybe he's working for the back forward. Maybe try to get a spiny team, goalkeeper, defence, midfield, and then finish up at the top. So, hopefully, he gets it right. That's all we, that's all we can hope for, Robert. Give us a, a squad of guys who give us a hundred percent every game and challenging right to the death. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes you kind of want every game and you don't go, out, you don't, we don't go to a football match and think we're going to win this easy. But all we want is a Rangers team to go out, challenge, give hundred percent. If you get beat, we accept it. But it's worse getting beat when you see the players in the park chucking it at times. Absolutely. Um... Guys, don't forget to get your calls in 01416287237. Great time to call. You could be on next. Uh, Mark, just again on the, the weekend, uh, I don't want to sort of dine out on it too much, but John Suter, we must sort of discuss how important he's been um over the last few games. Yeah, he's been he's been an absolute rock. I think he's been he's been our best player, probably uh out with Cantwell over the last um couple of games. Great great with a ball at his feet. And what I love about him is he flings his he flings himself at balls. He puts his body in the line. He's 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 brave. Um, we've no had we've no had centre halves that do that for a long time. Um, and I think that it shows how brave he is when it, when he does things like that. And we all know his injury record, and he's still no scared to fling his fling his body where it hurts. So for me, he's been absolutely outstanding. Um, 
just a shame that probably the, the season's ended as it, when it has, because obviously I think he was kind of getting in a, a head of steam under his belt, and I think he was starting to look really, really look the part. Um, for me, I was a wee bit kind of, I'm a wee bit disappointed that he's not left footed, but um, it can it can play in the left as well. So, look, if he keeps fit, he's going to be a smashing player next season. There's no doubt about that. He's um, that's him getting a call up to the Scotland squad as well. So. As I said, it just shows you how good this boy is. Um, I've got a, I've got a good friend on here that's uh, that's a Mad Hearts fan, and his his comment to me yesterday was, "If this boy could keep fit, it would be top echelons of the game. He's, he is that good." No, he sounds your, your heart's part sounds like he talks about a sense for once. Um, we've got another caller. I'm delighted to see Ian, one of my favourite calls from Denmark, uh, is on the line. Ian, how how are you keeping? You all right? Yeah, no bad, Robert. How are you? Aye, brilliant. Glad you're back on. What's your point tonight for the boys? Yeah, I've got I've got two or three points actually. Um, the first one is I'm kind of looking forward to getting rid of a lot of the deadwood, um, as you would, uh, some people call it. Maybe some people get a wee bit attached to some of the players we've had, and um, I'm just looking forward to getting a clean slate and moving them out, like uh, Kent Morelos and. Uh, I know, I know that there were some good memories, but I think it's good that they're moving on and we're, we're removing them and uh, putting in some fresh faces instead. Um, one of the things that we've been thinking about is uh, Kamara. He must be, the way he's been, kind of, the way he just disappeared um, shortly after Bill came in, um, I'm guessing he must have he must have a contract somewhere else. You can't just you can't just disappear and just play that badly and and expect that he's going to get picked up by some club in the summer. That I, I think there must be some deal already done. What do you think about that, James? I'll come to you with that. Glenn Kamara, um, obviously, no hit the dizzy heights that he, he once did um, under Stephen Gerrard. But what do you think about uh, Ian's point about possibly having a deal lined up to move away? <laughs> Um, I don't I, that I don't know, but, but it's like anything. You, you know what I mean? Players mate can go to the dizzy heights. Look at Lundstrom. You know what I mean? He's been for being the primary mate in the in Europe last year, been one of the best players in the team. Then came right off it. Kamara's been the same. At, at times, Kamara he's either a, a, an eight or a nine out of ten, or he's a three or four out of ten. The, the guy just can't get that consistency, mate. I've been like just a seven. Um, for me. An offer did come in for Kamara. I think I would I would probably bite the horn off um, and obviously ship him on, mate, and obviously try and get some new uh, faces in uh, with, with that money. Ian, you said you had a, another point as well? Uh, yeah, yeah. I just hope this never happens again where we're getting in that situation where we've got so many, um, I'll call it again Deadwood, so many players who have, have been hanging around too long. Um, I think it's important that you have to. I think it's important you have to change, uh, you know, change the faces, get in some new faces, and there's just too many guys been hanging around, like the ones I mentioned, Kamara, Kent, Morelos. Um, I know Jack's got a, a one-year extension, but Arfield, Davis, McGregor, Tav, Golden, Borna, even Lundstrom and Fashion have been around for a few years now. It's just we we need to freshen up every year, and there's just I think there's just too many players who have been hanging about too long, just going through the motions. And I hope I hope Bill doesn't end up doing this again in two or three years or three or four years' time, where we've got the same faces turning up. And you know what it's like when you get a new job and you're just oh yeah, you get you get right in there. And, and if you've been in a job for a long time, it's, it's the same old faces, the same things happen. And I think. There's just way, way too many players been hanging around for way too long. Ken, I think we've all been in agreement on this podcast for a, for a while that there's been a bit of sentiment since 55, etc., etc. But I think lessons have been learned. Do you think we will see uh, a better turnover and maybe players being lined up for positions when players are already on their way kind of thing? Forward, forward planning is probably what I want to say. Better forward planning. I, have to, and I think that's going to be one of the reasons I Ross Wilson and Stuart Robertson are here anymore. 
I think we have to look to we have to be a club where if we sign somebody and they perform well, say for a season, season and a half, and get an offering, we shouldn't really be turning offers down. We should be buying, taking the money if it's a really good price, taking it and then bringing somebody inside the replacement, and always have your eye on players in case somebody does leave. I don't think we were doing that in the past, but at the time we got offers for Kent, Kamara, and Morelos. If they had been sold, a lot of fans wouldn't have been happy with that either, Robert. You wouldn't remember that. So it depends what side of the coin you're looking at at a time. Do you know what I mean? So I think we have to be more forward thinking. And I think that's why, let's like say, Ross Wilson's Joe Watson's not here anymore. So I'll see what way the club goes. Do they go back to a director of football? Do they just bring something to help Michael, Michael Bill with a transfer side? I'm not sure where they're going to go. Ian, last time I was on, I wasn't. I didn't have the joy of being the host and driving the show. But I can, I can maybe ask you the question I wanted to ask you last time. Living in Denmark, you must watch the Danish top flight. Is there no players there that Rangers could be maybe caught you rather that you think Rangers could be picking up for cheap and selling on for millions? Uh, no, I remember. I remember the question. Yeah. Um, the short answer is no. I don't watch it because I've only got so much time to watch so much football, and I watch the English Premier League. And I watch your games and I watch the odd uh, other Scottish game. Um, but I think there's tons of scouts here in Denmark. Um, I stay in a, a little town outside another little town. And um, they had a, a great player who was only 17. And already he, he got found out um, how good he was and, and got snapped up by Ajax at 17. So... I think you'd have to have a scout out scouting sort of under sixteen games or something to be to be quick because it's not like a, a little um, backwater where all of a sudden these superstars turn up and you can buy them for a million quid. There's um, there's scouts from all over Europe watching the leagues here and uh, especially the younger players where they where they hope they can snap them up for a a couple of million. So um, yeah, Casper Casper Dolbert. He's from a very small town where I where I live, and signed for Ajax as a seventeen year old. So um, yeah, that's what you'd be looking out on next year's. You have to be fast. Um, Ian, listen, <laughs> thanks for calling. We can love I just can I just jump? Can I just jump in? One last question. One last question. Yeah. One last question. Kelman, right? Um. If we sign, where, where does he play? I, I'm, I'm looking at the last few games and I'm watching uh, Cantwell playing uh, the sort of attacking midfielder number 10 role. Um, do we need two of them? If it was up to me, I would sign Tillman. But, um, yeah. yeah. Can we fit both of them in? When you so, go back yeah. Yeah, well, just just before I answer that question, what about say Ian? I worked in I worked in Denmark for a, a few years, three and a half years. Silkeborg. I was in Esberg and Billund. Just outside Silkeborg. Ah, right, right, cool. cool. It's not a cheap place to live, is it? No, no, but you get paid more. <laughs> no, so. no, I, I know, I know. Hey, no. To answer your question, um, Tillman, Tillman is, I think. I think probably the, the the price on Tillman is probably going to be an issue, wasn't it? I know that we we can't afford it. I think that um, we could use this money better elsewhere. I think, like you say, I think um, Cantwell's kind of... Um, we, we've spent £1.5 in Cantwell and he's doing a job and probably argue, arguably better than Tillman was doing it. So I think to, to spend £5 million and bring somebody in to do the same kind of job, I think that if you look at it, you've got... You've got um, Cantwell, you've got um, Haji that can play in there, you've got uh, Lowry that can play in there, and you've got Tom Lawrence coming back that can play in there as well. So I think why are we spending £5 million on a player that, obviously we've got our four bringing in, our fifth player that can play in that position. Um, I know that he can play a little bit yeah. deeper as well, and I, and I think that um, it's maybe, it's, for me, I don't think it's money well spent. As I said, I think that He's a great player. I think that at two million, I'd bite the hand off you for it. I think at five million, I'd rather spend that five million on a striker. Or, or, or here's a here's a novel uh, idea. What about um, a right-sided attacking midfielder? What about that? Remember <laughs> them? But, but do you think uh, do you think Cantwell could play a little bit deeper with Tillman forward? 
they've done it in the past, but so I said, I think as well, you, you, the other one we're forgetting that I never mentioned was um, Dowell's come in. Dowell can do both, can play as an eight or, or can play as a ten. So he's another one that can play the exact same position. So for me, I think that I think that he's probably not going to sign. I think if he's signing, I, I don't see that. I don't see the um, the business sense in that. Um, I, I think that all right, you, you maybe get your money back, but see if this boy comes in at five million and does not hold down a, a, a game in the team, then how do you make money on him? I think that if he comes in and there's yeah. two players in that position, then yeah, he plays. And they plays well, then you sell him on for lots of money. But if he's got four, five of them fighting for that position, I can't. I can't. It's, it doesn't make good sense to me to spend that kind of money. I'd rather spend it in a wide player or an attacker. Um, to be to be fair, it looks like we're we defence is pretty pretty much sorted now that uh, Sterling's coming in and there's um, the boy Trusty as well possibly coming in. So for me, the money can be spent better elsewhere. Ian. Brilliant. Sure. Brilliant. I like his go. I can see Roberts. He's uh, he's waiting patiently for me to finish so he can get something else on. So talk to you later, guys. Bye. Hi. Hello, Bessie. Thought it was turning into an episode. I wish you were here there with Mark and Ian there. I want to reminisce about Denmark. Um, okay, dokey. Um, aye. So great point actually about, about Mark Tillman. Kerr, I know you spoke earlier in the day uh, privately about you know if, if he's no coming, it is a time to sort of move on and maybe draw a line under it. There's been with Adele, right? He's he's following this on Instagram. He's took this picture on Instagram. It's been a a, a, a roller coaster with Lee all week about Malik Tillman. But the the, the caller made a great point there. Like, where does he play, and 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 is the the price tag the thing that puts us off getting him? First of all, the price tag isn't his fault. That's just what the clubs agree. So it's nothing to do with Malik himself. But I mean, the bore me when I came back. See if he comes back, good. He, he done well when he was here, and that's good. We've got a good player that can come into the side. But I agree with Mark. I'd rather go elsewhere and look for somebody. I'd rather, as our positions, I feel we're more urgent than bringing in Malik Tillman because we're well covered in that area. I don't know if people might disagree, but I think we're well covered in that area. I feel we need to lack in other areas more. So, listen, if he comes back, that's good. But if he doesn't, then we've got five million to spend our positions, which to me is far more important. But like I say, that's just my opinion. But like I say, it's not his fault if I million price tag, so I wouldn't put anything on him for that. Spend five million in getting this bit. I'd be pushing my luck at three, to be honest with you. We are the people there uh, in the comments. Um, James, here you go. Uh, Malik Tillman, I think Mark, it was a great point. Kieran Dill's come in as well. I think the Tillman, the Tillman boat sailed, right? I think so, mate. He's... Um... I know his stats were really, really good, but for me, mate, he didn't show up against that mob, and that's what you'll get. It doesn't matter where you date against Dundee United, St. Bernard, St. Johnston, mate. If you don't turn up against that mob, then the, the chances are, mate, we ain't winning the league, and you're not going to get signed on a long permanent contract with Rangers. So for me, as Mark says, we need to go and get a striker, mate, and if that means spending five, six million pounds on a goal scorer, then I would rather see the money go there and get the 2025 goals a season and uh, striker in rather than going out and spending money on a position that we're fully covered in now, mate. No, absolutely. But Mark, the, the point about spending five million in this, but you've spoken about Kevin Nisbet before. Is that something you see happening really? Because we've, there's been no sort of strong links. Michael Beale's never really spoke about players in Scotland, has he? What do you, what do you think to that one? Is that just us sort of drawing it up in, on, on Twitter and the like? I think so. I think that I think Nisbet's a smashing player. I really do. I think that, like somebody said there in the comments, if you can get him for a million, one point five million, I would definitely take a punt on him, a hundred percent. We've done it in the past. Rangers teams we've, we've cherry picked um, the best players, and for me, outside the old firm, he's probably the best striker in the league, as far as I'm concerned. I know Van Veen scored goals and blah 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 and this and that, and but for me, he's all round play. If you if you watch him as a footballer, he's he's quick. He's got good movement. He's a great finisher. He can bully defences. He's decent in the air. So for me, million, million and a half, no brainer. But is it? Are they going to sell it? Sell me us for that kind of money? That's that's my thing. And does does uh, Bill fancy him? For me, he's kind of a similar to the players that we've supposedly been linked with. So I don't know. Is there is there a is there a th- the only thing that kind of 
is in the back of my head is that um, Nisbet's had a couple of bad injuries. Um, he seems to have come back okay from them, but we've all seen it. We've all seen players get cruciates and stuff and they're, they're half a yard short or uh, a pace. And, and so that for me is the only thing that... Um, that that's maybe maybe a kind of wee kind of question mark over over him, but I would take him as I said for a million quid, the one point five million every day of the week. I would take him hundred percent. I think injury records are, are loom over every signing we make. Do they know? But every time we get linked yeah, to a name, yeah. we're looking oh, at their injury honest. history. Um, but no, somebody just said there, does Kevin Nisbet want to sign for Rangers? Well, he'd be a daft boy not to want to sign for Rangers. Surely you're playing at Hibs at the minute. Yeah. Playing for Rangers a step up European football trophies, etc., etc. Here, am I right? It's the west of Scotland, Robert. Strange things happen in the west of Scotland. Very, very true. Uh, will we see the old Tom Lawrence again, James? Um, it's, it's been a bad injury, obviously, that he's going to be a wee bit behind schedule. The uh, last time I heard Michael Beale speaking, maybe a couple of weeks behind the rest of the boys in, in pre-season. Does that put maybe a, an over-reliance on no selling Yanis Hadji till we know we've got Tom Lawrence back? Or... How does that? How do they both feed into one another? Um, for me, I do. I, I hope Lawrence does come back, mate, and because he was looking a, a very, very good player when he was there, he was, um, he was making the late runs into the box and um, scoring the, uh, the odd goal or two. Um, again, mate, it could just, it could just be one of these freak injuries that he's picked up in the training ground and. The guys just obviously just kept picking up stupid niggling injury after niggling injury after it. But again, hopefully we've no rushed them back. We give the boy time to come back into the team, settle in, um, and obviously make his mark next season. Going on about Hadji, mate, he's one of the players that just, I think he frustrates the Rangers support. So he does. Um, I just think that, but he's one of the players that will try that killer pass for me. And it, I think it's something that we've been crying out for. Um, and for me, I would give Hadji um, up to about Christmas to see what he can obviously bring to uh, the team with a good pre-season as well. And then obviously take it for the Brilliant. Uh, get your calls in. We've got about 20 minutes left. We'd love to hear from you and get the lads' opinions on your points. Lads, obviously the season, the curtains come down in the season. Uh, the season is now complete. I just wanted to maybe get a wee sort of debrief, if we can, um, just about where it went wrong, what was good, um, and, and your bits and bobs that you could pinpoint. So we'll come to you, Mark, because um, I know you're chomping at the bit. I can see you're rattling there. Um, the, season is a, the season as a whole, and, and, and what's kind of went wrong to start with? No, I asked this the other night as well, and I, I struggled. I struggled to answer that. Where did it all go wrong? Um, where did where did it, where did it go wrong? For me, I think I think probably the the biggest thing, and and I think it's been our biggest problem over the last couple of years is is were were recruitment or or lack of is that is that I know we brought players in, um, but I think that. We never, we never kind of. No, I know it's a cliche, and I know we've said it a million times, but that that whole um, fixing the roof while the sun shines thing. Um, for me, we never done it. For me, we brought in, we brought in squad players instead of bringing in um, first team players. If that makes sense, I think for me, maybe maybe I'm just reading it wrong. I'm, maybe I'm just I'm just looking back from the point of view of the players that we brought in never had good seasons. I think that, um, but. For me, I think the likes of Matondo never done it. Um, the only one probably was Lawrence. Lawrence looked as if he was going to be the, be, be the real deal. But the same again, Lawrence was brought in, tried and tested um, down south, decent age as well, coming into his prime as a player. So for me, that that was the type of players that we should have been bringing in, that kind of 26, 27, um, tried and tested, experienced um, could hit the ground running, which is exactly what um, exactly what Lawrence done. I think that um, probably the relationship with Geo and um, Ross Wilson was a factor as well. I think Ross Wilson, we don't really know what happened there, but it didn't look as if Geo had the had the fight or, or was willing to was willing to um, no stand up as such, but. 
but kind of fight for what he what he wanted and what he believed in. I think he was he was very accepting in what what was what he was getting offered as players. Um, I think lack of form as well has been massive this season. I think um, too many players. I think I said it before as well. Too many players knew that they were going at the end of the season. I think I think too many players um, were left to stagnate. I think that um, the likes of Kamara. I don't know. Somebody said it earlier. I think it was Kerr said it earlier, or yourself said it earlier about possibly um, getting a move and maybe it no happening or, or chucked it. They said um, Lundstrom as well went for the, the best on earth to to be absolutely atrocious. So we could be here all day talking about what went wrong. Um, me personally, I would like to talk about the positives. For me, I think the. Po- Positive, are you, are you, are you sure? Hold, hold that thought, I because I, just take a wee breath on the positives. All right, we're going to come to that in a minute. Uh, obviously, just on the phone and quickly because it's very, very important. Our season's finished, and we really want to uh, carry on bringing you, uh, you know, debate throughout the, the close season. And the phone is the best place to get involved. So, uh, we want to do this every Monday night at half past seven here on YouTube with you guys watching and obviously, hopefully, picking up the phone like Ian and Denmark did uh, and giving us an opinion and, and, and really getting the, the show off the ground. So, um, yeah, we can only make it happen if you guys call. So 0141-628-7237 is the place to get on. Uh, oh, great timing. £5 super chat from Stephen Gillespie. Cheers, Stephen. Um, Cantwell, Hadji, Lawrence, Lowry, and maybe Tillman. That's five. That's five at the 10 position. How many do we need in the 10 spot? And and, and who are they? Uh, James, tackle that one, mate. Um, well, I think Lowry will be sent out on loan. Um, the one that's going to, for me, the one that will start there will be Cantwell. It's Cantwell's, it's Cantwell's shirt to lose now. Um, but the good thing about Cantwell as well is he can play. Yeah, I think a guy could play anywhere. Um, he's that good. Um, Tom Lawrence is going to be a couple of, a couple of weeks behind uh, the rest of the squad. Hadji, I don't think will get in ahead of. Uh, Cantwell um, and obviously we've got Dowell and all um, making an appearance and obviously I've heard Mark um, a few times obviously saying that he's, um, a few of his Norwich pals have obviously said that that boy's even better than Cantwell and I've got to say if he's half as good as Cantwell then we've got a we've got a Stormer player coming then put it that way Cares shaking his head in, in disbelief. Ken, I wanted to come to you about players. Um, I'll let you. I'll let you touch on Stephen's point first, but just after that, in terms of what Mark was saying about um, recruitment's probably where it went wrong. On that, the summer recruits from last year. How many of them? How many of them? Sorry, would we, we, we persist with again next season? And can we get any more out of them? It's up to manager. I think the problem last this season was Gio. Gio was too soft. Gio was too nice. He was a nice guy. Didn't want to upset the apple cart. Didn't want to shout at guys. I think his training was too relaxed. He's he wanted to play a nice Dutch style, didn't he? Like we all go back to the horseshoe, whatever. Know what I mean? And it's no what it's, it's good to watch at times. I guess it right, but it's not for the Scottish league. And we were we were we were a soft touch in the league. And the players, I don't think the players run through a brick wall for him. I don't. I thought some of the players chucked it. And I thought if he didn't have got us to a European final, he probably wouldn't have been there at the start of the season. But that saved his bacon to an extent. But we held on to him too long as well. We should after the Celtic defeat, we should get rid of him. But we held on to him for a good few games after that and we didn't let him go. And then by the time we brought in Bale, it's kind of he's chasing a lost cause basically. And you've seen what he done with the players that was there. They upped our game to a point and we ended up with 92 points, like somebody said, which was crowing your league some other years. But obviously, when it came to the crunch, the games you have to win, the squad were short. So, I think some of the players will still be. Obviously, Suter's going to still be in. He's going to be. If he stays fit, John's going to be one of the guys at the back. Because I think Ben Davis will go, just depending on who he brings in. But I think he will go three at the back. Uh, Cholak, I don't know. Cholak can get you goals, but I still don't know if Michael, he's going to be a first team starter under Michael Bill. I think Michael Bill likes somebody more mobile. Maybe more physical than Joak is, but to me, Joak's just a penalty box player. And I don't know if Michael Beale wants that, unless, depending on the formation he's going to play. Uh, 
I mean, there's guys here, we all, we all know the character of everybody, so there's going to be guys here Michael Bill's going to have to use and they'll use them wisely. And it just depends the players he brings in, but listen, I'm looking forward to it because I don't even get any worse. I mean, 92 points is a good total because I had them where we were when he came through the door. And it was just uh, it was just because we lost to Robert in the three games, three games to Celtic, do you know what I mean? And if it was to anybody else, the fans wouldn't have took it as bad. But when you lose to them, I mean, you look back, and that's a game that kind of put the final nail in the coffin, so to speak. So, but I think you will get it right. Like I said, yeah, they'll improve, we'll improve. But I think you have to be a right mentality to play for Rangers. And I think if you've seen younger players, more dynamic players, and guys who have no experience getting beat with them, like we said before, Campbell and Askin don't feel them, especially Campbell. He has respect for them, but in a way, whereas he's got an arrogance about it, he'll go into the park. And he'll say, I'm the best player in this park. I don't care who I'm playing against, I'm the best player in this park. Barry Ferguson had that as well, do you know what I mean? When Barry plays, so you need players like that. You don't have guys going to the park and think, God, people beat them in the last five games, I want to get beat again. That has to go out your mind. So I think it just depends who you bring in. But I think Michael will get it right. But I think it will take time as in between now and when the season starts. Because we can still go into pre-season looking for a striker. Because I think they're very hard to find. And we're not going to be the only club that's bidding for players, remember? No, listen, you say he's going to get it right, he has to get it right, um, he really has to get it right. Mark, I'm going to come back to you and, and let you fill us with positivity. You were busting and chopping a bit and I cut you short, mate, but I just wanted to tie off the negativity with our two chaps before you come in and fill our hearts with joy and optimism. Yeah, I, I think the, the, the positives of the season is um, I think we, we get shorter, we get shorter the... The the Deadwood, I think Geo going, I think I, I totally agree with Scott. Um far too nice a guy and no fault of his own. I think that um I don't think he had the he had the respect of the of some of the players. Um and when that that happens, it's a it's a downhill it's a downhill struggle. For me, the positives we, we get shot at we get shot at Geo. And a massive positive for me, and probably Kerr's gonna agree with me, it's gonna be like some sort of a Freak, all we've done is agree on pod, but Ross Wilson as well, another positive for me getting shot at him. I think that um, I think we, we didn't really realise where it was all. I think this season it started becoming clear that this was 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 an issue. There was something that wasn't quite right. I think when he went, we brought Beal in. I think Beal has, has got a better tune out of some of these players that I think had chucked it. 100% and chucked it under Geo. So for me, Bill, there's there's been signs of positivity, signs of um, regeneration from Bill tactically. Um, we've looked more solid defensively. We still don't look great, don't get me wrong, but we've looked better defensively. We've looked as if tactically we've been a wee bit better as well. Um, I think there's been progression there. I think Cantwell and Raskin's been massive, massive bonuses this season. I think that... Um, Moving forward into next season, I think these are going to be two absolute amazing players for us. I think that um, I think our only problem is that they're going to be that good. I think we're going to struggle to keep holding them. But as long as we get stupid money for them, I'm ha- happy for them to go because I think that's what we need to we need to realise as a fan base that's where we're at. Um, so for me, that's a positivity. Um, we seem to be progressing. We, we've 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 can I give them a bloody nose across the road as well, which is good. Um, although it wasn't, it wasn't uh, an anger, so to speak, but um, that for me is a positive. And looking, looking forward, looking at the the amount of players that that we've uh, we're looking to bring in, um, and they all look like decent signings, and they all look like they're signed for a purpose rather than just we're signing players for the sake of it. I think um, there's hopefully going to be a good mixture of youth and hungry youth uh, and and talent and and um, People that are hungry and looking to um, a bit of mobility in the middle of the park. I think we've lacked that all season as well. So that for me is a positive. The other positive for me is as well that one of the calls said we're getting rid of a lot of Deadwood as well, and I think it was well, well overdue. So for me, that's a positives of this season. I know we're trying to we're trying to it's like a needle in a haystack trying to pick positives from it, but I'm a I'm a half full type of guy and. Uh, Trying to look on the bright side, trying to look positive. As I said, and we're, we're coming into a silly season, which I love. Well, speaking of positives, we've still got time for one last call. Uh, if you want to get it in, 01416287237. You'll be straight on, straight into me and the guys, uh, and we'll have a, a wee chat and t- to sign off the show. Um, Kaya, Can I just I'll... answer, William? 
Can I just answer, William? Of course you can. I fire away, Mark. I never said any specific players has improved. We've improved as a team. We've improved defensively. We've improved tactically. I never mentioned any player that's improved under him. Yeah, I just want to come to you. Obviously, the Conor Goldson injury, and I think it maybe feeds into a bugbear for me in the sense that I don't think I've seen a, a playing style as such. It is what Michael Will maybe promised when he first came in the door. Rumour that we might go to a three at the back, push Tavernier forward, have Redvan forward as well. Does this Goldson injury set that back somewhat? No, if he gets the right guys in, if you get suited there, and he's, he's, I mean, everybody's looked at it now. He's been thinking three or four has been centre-backs. I can play a centre-back position as a left centre-back, right centre-back. So I think we'll be fine. I think Goldsmith will be a big miss. You've seen when he was out previously how much you missed him. So I think I think a three-a-back suits Michael Beale's style, and I think a three-a-back suits us. I mean, I prefer a three-a-back myself, but that's just my own opinion. I know fours, four-four-two was what we all put under years ago, and everybody loved the old four-four-two with two wingers and the big man, the wee man up front. That was top quality, but football's changed, you know that way. So. I think three at back gives us defensively a wee bit better cover because you have two centre backs can go and cover the right positions if you still get one in the centre and you just drop back a midfielder I've just seen Lundstrom doing previously. So I think that would work for us. Then maybe we don't have to put two holding midfielders, Robert, which is my big bugbearer. James, picture the scene. The European qualifiers come round as fast as they do and we're lining up with a back three and it reads Davies, Suter, King. How confident are you? No comment. Depends opposition. You need to comment. That's why you're on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think King will be anywhere near the team, mate. I think he's another one that will be out on loan. Um, it'll do the boy the world a good um, to get games under his belt, but at a good level. Neither I strapped to the championship in Scotland or anything like that. Get him down south and get the games under his belt for the boy. Um, I don't think. I think obviously Suter, the big man's made me eat my words, and I'm I'm. I'm the most overjoyed Rangers fan that he's managed to do that for me because I thought when he came in, made the howler against Sale, I thought, oh, this is only going to go one way. But he certainly turned. He, he certainly made me grow to love the big man. So for me, he'll be a first first pick next year. Um, we, and if Golson's fit, it'd be him and Golson um, at the back. We either I think Ben Davies as a good player, but if we can get four million back from him, then. I'd be quite happy to let him go. Um, and then, obviously, the boy, is it a boy for Birmingham or something like that? Uh, can't remember his name now. Um, trusty. Trusty. Um, to bring him in and then, obviously, see uh, where we go for him. Well, Ali's breaking news there that, that Davies is going to Luton Town, newly promoted to the English Premier League. Uh, is that one you could see happening, Kier? Is that one you've heard about? I'll unmute you before you start. It's, not a good, it's a good move for Ben if that happens getting money to English Premiership and listen I think Ben Davis is a really good footballer I think maybe a Scottish game is maybe just too physical for him whereas the English Premiership is not as physical up against better players obviously and it's quicker but I don't think the physicality is as bad as up here so I think he could down there and listen that'll be a good move for Luton because Luton's Luton have got more obviously they've got more money because they've got into the Premiership but they're not going to be spending mega bucks so I think that could be a good pick up for him Mark, just on James's point there, he sees he's already punted Lowry in loan, by the way. Now he's punting King out in loan. Is that something you see? Because I think uh, Leon King's looked okay in the last few games, especially East, uh, Easter Road. I thought he played well. I think he's good backup. I think the the, the I can see why. I can see why uh, James has said that. Uh, uh, get them get them some game time under their belt. But I think probably the likes of Lowry and um, King. I think they know add to our quota for homegrown and stuff like that for Europe. So I think they're just just in just sneak in age wise as well. Um, so um, I I would like uh, selfishly I would I would I would keep them if they if they help us with a quota. If they don't, I would one hundred percent put them in loan. Um, try and get them some game time, and hopefully they can come back and uh, fight for a place because I don't see them. I think I, I very much I said it the other night as well. I, I very much feel that Bill Bill is show me you're good enough. If you're good enough, you will get in this side. I think that he's he's kind of flung a gauntlet down at him and said that um I'm not just gonna put you in because you're young and the fans want me to put you in. I'll put you in if you're good enough. And 
I think that's it's up to them to kind of rise to that challenge. And to, let's face it, they, they, they should be they should be proving that they're good enough. That's the whole point of, of, of the the transition from from youth into, into the first team. You go in there and you show the manager that that you're better than what's what's put in front of you. So for me, that's what they need to do. Um, it's this quota thing. I don't I don't like it. Um, I don't see the the point in it. Um, I understand what they're trying to do with it, but I it seems like well, we're leaving. We're going to leave players out for the sake of um, getting young Scottish players in that that only realistically part of that first team squad and are, I've got a realistic chance of playing five or six games in Europe for us. Oh, another sign you can see one that uh, would like to see. Uh, King and, and uh, Lowry. Uh, well, but I think you must come to an age where if you've not played enough first-team games at any club, but you have to look after yourself and you have to see anything to go. You can't keep sitting on the bench just playing with the B team. It's not going to it's not going to improve them. It's going to make them stale. It's going to make them frustrated. And I think if that's the case, and I'm not going to get game time next season at all, we're going to be told, listen, you were sitting on the bench, but not a lot else, I think, for their own sake and for their own football and development. Leon and Ali are going to have to see us and to go somewhere. It's a case we give them out on loan and we just sell them. Because other young players you can sit in the bench to fill that quota. Do you know what I mean? Well, listen, we will watch this space. Listen, lads, that's the end of tonight's forum. Thanks for joining me. I will say, following this one is the women's show at nine o'clock with uh, Wilf, Brian, and Carr. Uh, they'll be chatting over the cup final. And obviously, Malky Thompson's um, imminent exit, I suppose, for, for the managerial post. Um, Patreon shows every single day. Don't forget to to, to sign up and, and enjoy them as well. Um, but listen, as I said, every Monday, 7.30, the phone will be here on YouTube uh, and, and we'll love to have you. So, gents, thanks for tonight, Mark, Kerr uh, and James. Pleasure. Uh, and we'll see you again soon. Podcast Network.